It's time for Living Your Purpose, a motivational and inspirational podcast with Peter and Joyce Nielsen. Hey everybody, it's Peter Nielsen. I'm here with my lovely wife, Joyce Nielsen, and we are super excited. We're debuting our new podcast called Living Your Purpose. I've been doing radio for, golly, for 15 years, TV for 33 years, and I just wanted truly to talk about real important issues Um, uncut, uncensored, and I am just really, really delighted that I'm able to do this, and it's a blessing to do this with this amazing woman. I mean, today I really wanted to talk about purpose, and I know that purpose has a lot to do with both of our lives. Am I correct? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) You know, and, and I think that, you know, I would love for people that know nothing about us is that, um... I believe that one of the most powerful emotions that anyone can have is to truly know why you're here. And when you get up in the morning, your whys are are, are more powerful than any defeat, any fear, any failure. And to get on this path where you know definitively on why you're here is, I call, a sweet spot. And many people will spend their entire lives, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and they'll come to me, whether it's writing or at an event and say, Peter, I'm trying to find my purpose. And what we want to do over the weeks and months and years is to truly provoke your your spirit within to get more spiritually fit so that you can truly live that purpose-filled life. Because when you do, um, you just have just a level of peace and confidence And I would love to start by, you know, something that really inspired me to do this podcast, and it's how we met. (laughs) I mean, how we met was just amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. We met, um, and we went on our first date, you know, about seven years ago, and um, you were going through a divorce, a very tough divorce, and um, we closed the restaurant. Um, I asked you out on our second date. And I got into the parking lot, and as I was driving to the highway, God said, no, not now. It's not going to be, it's not going to be the relationship of forever. I still want to work on Joyce. I still want to teach you. It gets me emotional just talking about it because I knew that I was connected to your soul, but yet timing is so important, and a lot of times we have this thing called free will <laughs> and flesh and emotions and we we really cause that to get in I believe in God's way for our purpose in life. So just real quickly, you thought I ghosted you. <laughs> yeah, I I was really excited um cuz we did have right away an immediate chemistry and vibe and like you said we were we were there for 5 hours on a, a closing down the restaurant on a Sunday afternoon. And um, I was really excited. You were such a gentleman and you asked me out on a second date before the first date ended. And yeah, and then I and then I never heard from you again. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, would kept, I kept replaying that in my mind. I'm like, did I say something? I'm like, what happened? And then, you know, just time went on and um, we each had different relationships after that. And um, and then, do you want to yeah, yeah I mean, pick it back up? The crazy like. thing is, is that <laughs> you know, 
I could be defiant to our creator and you never want to win God. You lose. So on the way home, I'm trying to negotiate with God like he's a, a, a human and I'm trying to tell him on how great this woman is and why can't I, you know, I was just getting what I call a check in my spirit that God didn't want this to happen during this timing. So I then went to sleep and after a good night's sleep, I woke up. I wasn't happy about the decision, but I wanted to be obedient and um, I never called her. We never associated um, we we became friends on social media immediately, but never interacted on social media, never inboxed. And then literally, you know, almost six years later, I, I see something on her story on Facebook, and I, it was spiritual, and it was uplifting, and it was filled with light, and I just liked it. And I put the phone down on the kitchen counter, and I was walking to the bedroom and God said, now. And I was just like, are you kidding me? So I walked back to the phone. I checked her profile to see if I saw that she was married or anything. I didn't have a clue. And then I just got the courage to just write her a message and say, you know, listen, I know it's been years. Uh, I don't want to be inappropriate or disrespectful, but if you're able to, and you're free, I would love to do a take two. And, you know, before the night's end, she said, <laughs> you know, timing is everything. I would love to have a Peter talk. And and then we had our second first date. But there was some reservations in your heart. Yeah, I, I mean, being together now, I would have had no idea that, you know, we would end up married six years later. I... You know, in retrospect, I I see God's bigger plan is I had a lot of healing and, and growth to do during that time. And we each had different learning experiences, I think. And that really helped develop us into being really the perfect people for each other and the reason we were brought together. And I was going through some stuff where, you know, I, I was actually in a, in a good spot in my life, but I was... I was sacrificing some of the things that were most important to me to be in that place. And I really, God started speaking to my heart and I just realized that as scary as it was, that I knew that I could have it all in essence. And, um, you know, I, I, I was able to compartmentalize things for a long time and I was with somebody that it was a great relationship, but, um, their children were grown and, and gone, and I, and it was like a every other kind of thing. It was with my with my kids was one life, and then I felt like a secret agent and having a relationship in another life. And I just knew I wanted it all. And my purpose was, as I was finding through those years, is what I valued the most. Is just I really wanted to have a family unit. I wanted to have a partner that loved me unconditionally and accepted all of me, and someone that we could grow together, where we had the same visions and end goals in mind. And and you know, even though I had a good job, and um, and I had just bought my own house for the first time a few months earlier, and I, I just. I prayed in my kitchen to God. I'm like, please, I I just want to be connected with that 
soul, that person to come together and really experience true love and do your work. And I, it was such a strong feeling. I literally was crying and I think it was like within a day or two is when you send me that message. And, and at first it was like, okay, you know, I, I, I was shocked because, you know, because you did ghost me and you live kind of far away and your children are adult and grown too. And so it was a big leap of faith. I just knew if I was going to see you that I would fall madly in love and that you were going to be the one. And I kind of, you know, was kind of a little hesitant, a little scared to reach out and that. But since then, so many mountains have been moved in the last even year it's insane <laughs> you know and I'm, I'm so in agreement but i think what joyce is saying is that god was putting something in our heart the way he does when god puts a desire or a dream in your heart it's part of your purpose it's truly what gets you up in the morning it's what gives you the peace and the excitement and when you know there's something gnawing or you know that you're in a situation that could be better, you know, as Joyce was saying, she was in a comfortable situation, but she wanted to have everything. She didn't want to just have a life over here and a life over there. That tugs at people and people settle. A lot of times people settle out of lack of faith, lack too much fear. And I think the beautiful thing was, she actually wasn't going to. You turned me down. You you canceled the first. <laughs> I canceled second, our first, first second date. Yeah, <laughs> and it was because of the distance. And and yeah. and I remember it was a sunny, beautiful day. It was it was June thirtieth. I'll never forget. And um, we went out to this restaurant that was maybe thirty miles away, closer to her, and um, we had this most amazing lunch. And when we left the lunch. You know, I actually drove her like a hundred feet to her car because I just wanted to spend more time with her. <laughs> and when I got yeah. into my car on the way home, the first thing that I said was, "God, is she? Is this? Is this my queen? Did you bring her to me?" And then I said, "Could I relinquish my heart to her?" The reason why I'm reciting this is it's so important for you to understand whatever you're going through in life, there is a purpose, there's a reason. In my world, there are no coincidences. Everything happens for a reason. And all these dots are connected. And if we get out of our own way, we can live that purpose-filled, divine, you know, life that God has really built for us before we took our first breath. So as I was coming home, on his beautiful drive, I'm asking God these questions and and it's beautiful when God gives a confirmation. And I look at my my phone and she sends me this long text that's basically it was like she read my book, man. She read my mind and and God was using her to answer the questions that I had. Like, is this the one? Like and she was just like boom, 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 boom answering those questions and it was the best second the last second first date that I'll ever have in my life because as soon as I got that peace and that confirmation I went out and I I put a ring together and and uh, February uh, February 5th 
Um, I asked you if you would like to spend the rest of your life with me, and thank God you said yes. And we got married um, July um, 16th um, of this last year, 2022. And the reason why I'm reciting all of this is that God's promise has a due date. And it's part of your purpose. It could be part of your trials, your tribulations, your divorce, your foreclosure, your cancer. All of this different stuff is literally, in my opinion, part of your journey. And when you get out of your own way, it's just simply amazing and more than I could ever possibly imagine. When you start living with purpose, God's giving you a slice of heaven and you're living it here on earth. You know, and when I get up in the morning, what do I say to you every morning? (laughs) You say, I choose you and I love you more today than I did yesterday. (laughs) And love is a choice. It's an action word. So is forgiveness. So is living on purpose. You need to actively pursue that. You know, if you're praying for something, praying is great, but it's not going to come and fall on your lap. So I just wanted to give you the backstory on the passion, on the purpose, on on just the beautiful plan that we all have. Um, and we need to believe that when you believe something, you embody it, you become that, you know, so purpose means so much to me. I mean, I was born with an incurable condition called Crohn's disease, has no cure, had two death experiences, one at 15 where they took, you know, 13 inches of my ilium, my small intestines out, and one 20 years ago where in front of my kids I was dying, a hole perforated in my ilium, went into septic shock, was in a coma for four days, my heart stopped, multiple times during an eight-hour surgery, and I was gone, and God blew a breath of life back into me, and my life has never been the same. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for what I have, not for what I don't have or I wish I had, and it's changed my whole perspective of life that I don't want to waste a second of any day not living purposefully, you know, so, and I know that purpose has so much meaning in your life because, you know, we, we all have stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I was, I come from an abusive childhood. My dad was a raging alcoholic, tried to take my mother out, put a telephone cord around her neck. I went against him. He broke my collarbone in three places, six stitches over my eye. He tried to break my spirit the metrics of who I am. I didn't even believe in God at that time. I wanted to check out, tried to take my life, thought I was too cowardly. And uh, January 17th, 1977, in front of the Verrazano Bridge uh, in my home in Brooklyn, New York, um, I thought that if I didn't have this uncurable condition, if I wasn't born with this, my parents wasn't weren't going to be arguing, my dad wasn't going to be drinking. So the enemy gets in our ear and tries to take us off course on our purpose. And I know you've had some experiences, some dark moments in your life where God again had to just reinstate 
that he has a purpose for your life. And with him, all things are possible. Absolutely. Yes. And it wasn't really until later on in my life that I really started to recognize that and um, not be angry at God for the things that I was experiencing, but actually learn the power of um, of prayer and faith and what it means to really allow yourself to feel, to be scared, to stand up for yourself or step away from a situation that isn't a good one, even though you don't know what's around the corner, just because you know that it's the right thing to do. And especially, I think, once I had children, it because I know that I'm a role model to them, that it, 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 there wasn't really an option at that point. Like right. I, and you don't want to be living mm-hmm. two different lives, and you want to not betray your own self and your own beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that everyone has a purpose. We were born on purpose for a purpose, to live purpose-filled. And when you do that, I always say that a lot of times a person will say, I'm stuck, or, you know, I'm, I'm in this hole, this dark hole. And prayer is great, but at the same time, no one's going to eat for you, no one's going to train for you. And when people are stuck, it's usually because they don't believe that they have a plan. They don't have a future. And when you start living on purpose, you get excited about every day. You run out of clock before you run out of energy because you truly want to make a significant difference. And what I will say, if I could, on this notation of, of relationships and different things is that there is no way, there's no way, whatever your belief system is, there is no way that God is going to give you everything you've ever wanted, desired, if you still have old junk in your hand and you're holding on to it tight and you're using it, you know, in idolatry where, you know, oh, this is so important or I'll get rid of this relationship once I find someone else on match or once I, you know, once I find someone else that I, I, I won't be lonely anymore. That's a bunch of crock because you need to have God fill you up with his cement, fill those holes up. Because if you get into a relationship and, and you're living a toxic life, you're going to attract toxic waste. If you're in a relationship that you're insecure, you're going to, you're going to really attract insecure people. If you're in a relationship and all you really want is sex, you're going to attract just that. That's all it will be. You'll be just, you know, a, a booty call at night or something. And, and I say it coming from a source of love and experience. But when you come into a relationship healthy and when you come into a relationship where you don't know what to expect, when you come into a relationship, when you cleaned your house, when the soil beneath you is rich and clean and the roots will cut from whatever past experience you had, they're pulled out. They're not going to suck the life or nutrients out of everything around it. Then and only then will God give you everything that your heart desired. But there's a due date, and so many people give up before they they find, they walk into their purpose. Would you agree? Yes. Yep. You know, and, and another thing that I feel is so important is that you need to be passionate about something, because when you're passionate about something, you usually collide into your, your purpose. 
it's like, you know, I was passionate about getting healthy. So I got healthy and then I ended up winning 50 bodybuilding titles when doctors told me I was going to die at 20 or 25 and winning Mr. America five times, Mr. Universe twice. What that taught me was that there's this, so so to speak, transformer inside me that if I could be the best at one thing like bodybuilding, then I could be the best if I put my mind, my heart, my faith, my belief, my hope into being the best as a husband, the best as a CEO, the best as a father, the best as a community leader. And it's it's that it's that kind of desire that we need to be passionate about something, to be driven by something. And only then, I believe, will you then live this purposeful life. I mean, passion is important too. Yes, it is. Right? Yes, it is. When you're passionate, it gives you the energy and the drive to really hone in and focus on something and excel at it. And and when you realign yourself with your priorities and kind of create almost a, a benchmark for life and get rid of anything else that isn't gonna get you to that mark it it takes your life to a whole nother level it's beautiful mentally physically all around totally agree and it's like you know and the greatest thing is that if, if you want to just tie in relationships with purpose if you're living a purpose-filled life and and your passion is adventure um going on ex you know <laughs> expeditions, uh, if you're curious, if you like fitness, you like the outdoors, you need to also understand that part of meeting someone, whether it's a business partner or whether it is um, your lover, your, your, your spouse, your future spouse, the common, commonalities are important. So it's like when you allow God to choose your, your mate, um, <laughs> He's the God who created the universe. He's going he's gonna to get it right. Yes. I mean, I look at my wife and she's like my dream girl. She's like more than I could have ever imagined. And when we go out to dinner, she likes the same flavors. I like the same adventures. We like outdoors. Mm -hmm. We like being on the water. There's so much yeah. we love fitness. Even working out every day together. Yeah, we work out together. <laughs> Do you know that through my whole dating life, and I was married one time before you know, over almost 20 years ago, it's like, no one wanted to work out with Mr. America, or Mr. Universe. And here I charge $1,500 an hour. And I'm like getting these, these, these wimpy people telling me, no, you're hurting me. And, and it's, it's almost like the analogy, you know, a, a wife is married to a brain surgeon and a really smart doctor. And all of a sudden, she's got like, you know, the flu or a cough. And she's like, Hun, that's not what it is. And then she goes to three doctors and she's like, this doctor said it was this. And he says, I said it was that three months ago. <laughs> but you wanted to go to that appointment, pay for it. You know, but we have something that's amazing. And we just wanted to come to you today to say, we are going to be here every week and talking about just uh -huh. different issues. We wanted today to establish a foundation of it is important for everyone to be driven, uh, to live your life uh, purposeful. Because when you do, you know you're making a difference. I believe with all my heart that the gift of life is from God. It's a gift that he gives each and every one of us. And what we do with that gift, how we live, 
with a purpose is our gift back to Him. So my question to you is, are you living with purpose? Have you found your purpose? Do you know where to go or how to define that? That's what we want to help you with. We want to help you with just hard questions, whether it's with intimacy, you see intimacy, whether it's in a business relationship, whether it's defining an occupation, whether it's looking for a spouse, whether it's breaking an addiction, whether it's losing weight, working out, being a good parent, um, trusting again, loving again, forgiving. I had to forgive my dad. It took me 15 years after he was buried six feet under. He died at 49 years young from alcoholism. And I had to realize that I had to relinquish that emotional debt. Never will I hear I'm sorry. Never will I hear again I love you. Never did he have a chance to meet my children or my wife. Never. And all I can say is that when I relinquished that emotional debt, my blinders came off. My life started. God blessed me beyond measure. And my life has been showered with uncommon favor. And it's you, every one of you that are watching or listening, you have access to this. We want to help you tap into it. It's not rocket science, but you need to truly become spiritually fit. You need to become fit from the inside out. Getting fit on the outside in flesh, working out and stuff is easy. But when I go on stage or on my TV show, I always kid around, but there's a lot of truth to it. I need to first do heart surgery. I need to first soften the hearts of the people that are going to listen, soften the minds and the hearts of the people that are even thinking about receiving this message. And that's what my hope and my prayer is to each and every one of you today. So we are super excited. I want to... I want to leave you with the last few words on, on just your thought of this this podcast, because this is new for you, too. It is. It is. I'm shaking my head. No, don't make me close this out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, get a, I get a little bit nervous, but um, I'm really excited. And again, it's just another reason we were brought together, because I just really feel it's important to you know if you can just help even just one person and make a difference in someone's life then then it's a pretty good day so it's a great day i couldn't (laughs) agree with you more well listen until next week this is peter and joyce nielsen just saying we love each and every one of you we're excited to share um, our thoughts we will be taking questions in the weeks to come where you can call in but again We are super excited, and we want all of you to live your purpose. Until next week, God bless. God bless.